Good morning, ma'am. Good morning, all. I will be dealing with the fifth paragraph of the essay. Uh, so before coming into my portion, I'm just gonna give you a little bit of introduction about what is mimicry, what is hybridity difference. So now we are all familiar with the writers Edward said and Gayatri Spivak. So Edward said, Homike Baba and Gayatri Spivak are considered as the trinity of post-colonial theory. In this essay, uh, Homike Baba, he tries to give a definition about what is mimicry or the concepts of mimicry, uh, mimicry and hybridity and ambivalence. The, these are the three, three concepts in this essay. So, as we all know, what is mimicry? Hmm? Mimicry is something that imitates. In Baba's definition, mimicry is something that we imitate on a colonized society. Hmm? Uh, so, so uh, it can be their language, their culture, their what their uh, their attitudes or their political status anything anything can be imitated by others now coming to hybridity hybridity is something that been mixing up on a society mixing up of a society it can be the uh, it can be east and western culture north or west western culture anything anything can be mixed up so hybridity is something that we can mix up, mixing, uh, mix up. Um, so uh, my part of the portion, coming to my part of the portion, I will just read my paragraph. The effect of mimicry on the authority of colonial discourse is profound and disturbing. For in normalizing the colonial state or subject, the dream of post-enlightenment civility alienates its own language of liberty and produces another, another knowledge of its norms. The ambivalence which thus informs this tragedy is discernible. For example, in Locke's second treatise, which splits to reveal the limitations of liberty in his double use of the word slave, first simply descriptively as the locus of a legitimate form of ownership, then as the uh, trope for an intolerable, illegitimate exercise of power. What is articulated in that distance between the two uses in the absolute imagined difference between the colonial state of Carolina and the original state of nature. So in this uh, uh, para paragraph, uh, Baba argues that colonial mimicry uh, can uh, is a desire for a reformed, recognizable uh, other as a subject of a difference that is almost the same but not quite. Um, in that sense, the other becomes almost the same as the colonizer, but never quit, quit, uh, but never quite fits in with the hegemonic culture and political systems that govern both of them. Uh, he continues to illustrate that for a colonial mimicry to work, it must continue to express its difference. 
which he terms ambivalence so this uh, phrase this other can uh, can uh, also mean almost the same and as the colonizer uh, but never quite fits in with the hegemonic culture these two can't be fixed in the hegemonic culture the, uh, this is what he calls as ambivalence and um, in my portion Humike Baba gives gives an example about Locke's second treatise which is the double use of the word slave so the word slave is first simply described as the locus of a legitimate form of ownership and then as the trope for an intolerable illegitimate exercise of power so what is articulated in this uh, distance between the two uses is that the image between the colonial state of Carolina and the original state of nature so the difference between the colonial state and the original state of nature has been defined in this paragraph so that's all about my portion thank you good afternoon to all uh, I will be dealing with the essay allegories of Atlas by Jose Rabassa and we the group one is initiated to take the first two pages from the essay so I'm just gonna give you some main points from the essay or the or by reading what I understood from the essay so let's just uh, jump to it so Jose Rabassa begins his essay by stating that as far as he knows there is no history of Atlas as a Honor. and then uh, he, he compares or he tells that according to him such a history might emerge for clarifying the question of Eurocentrism so by saying that uh, maybe the, this history can change the question of Euros and clarify the question of Eurocentrism so he also believes that an analysis of this of uh, Mayor Carter's atlas is a preparatory task for this so uh, by anal analyzing the uh, map of May Carter's atlas um, maybe this could change the history and he tells that he considers and he considers uh, Eurocentrism as an ideological contract um, and there's a, a manuscript or uh, yeah there's a manuscript called as palimpsest palimpsest i think this transposition of the image of palimpsest uh, a manuscript or record which later supermised uh, superimposed on basic principles a first earlier principle so palimpsest is a manuscript and uh, let's just take a look at what is a Mercator's atlas? I mean, Mercator's map. So, a quick analysis of a Mercator's map reveals that the semantic levels and the semiotic level uh, 
uh, I mean semiotic system interacts with each other then Rebesser says that map functions as a mirror of the world not because it presents world as a status of a natural sign but to give a representation of the arrangement of symbols and also by defining uh, the different sections of atlas Mercator in preface upon atlas Mer uh, Mercator uh, wrote a wrote an, a book or a book I think uh, no not a book I think an essay also yeah preface upon atlas was the name of his uh, writing states that his map would set before the people that enables them to get a clear understanding of the world's geography so his writing could change the human uh, thinking of what the world is or what the geographical or what the world's geography is um, Thus, Mercator's map leads people to formulate certain notions about the creation of the world. Um, so, a uh, preface upon Atlas, Mercator, is basically talking about his fresh and unique world map where the reader or the onlooker gets to attain a deeper knowledge of the world's geography and hence the Mercator's map would ultimately conduct the readers to engage in the act of pondering and theorizing the creation of the world. Now, as earlier mentioned, the world in its totality cannot be discerned by relaying or this cartographical objectification. Maps are significant only in the framework of subjective reconstitution of fragments. It is said that Atlas conveys the irony of a bricolage. I hope you remember what bricolage is about, which we learned in Levi Strauss's essay. So, bricolage in simple terms means that uh, a creating, uh, or mean a creation of something from varied available things. Here, uh, bricolage is uh, is a uh, is an is to analyze an atlas the interpreter is caught in the web of innumerable significance and a fragmented or limited source of knowledge gained from the palimpsest allow for a plu plurality of combinations hence atlas can be interpreted as varied levels now, um, the inside and outside of a map constitutes content and expression for reading or deciphering uh, a map. If I am right, by inside-outside, Rabassa is pointing to the surface level and deeper level analysis of the map, which will ultimately result in the repetor binary opposition listed towards the end of page 360. So yeah, surface level analysis gives only a framework of the portrayal of earth which will be an allegorical uh, decoration. The following registers which gives an apparently homogeneous and flat representation of globe 
is derived like uh, the the uh, hard and the soft uh, i mean the difference between the hard and the soft is described in the essay so just read that uh, what that uh, uh, that box okay these register pinpoints the decoration or content that is to be read in the essay um so i think uh i think far from far uh, i mean far from this i think you all understood i just read some main points or what i got from the essay so uh i'm not sure whether this is right or wrong uh, just uh, go through the first two pages uh easy i think i don't know um so that's all about my portion i mean that's all about our essay uh, the first two pages of our essay so thank you good afternoon to all uh, i will be dealing with the essay allegories of atlas by chose rabasa and we the group one is initiated to take the first two pages from the essay so i'm just going to give you some main points from the essay or the, or by reading what i understood from the essay so let's just uh, jump to it So Jules Rabassa begins his essay by stating that as far as he knows there is no history of Atlas as a owner and then uh, he compares or he tells that according to him such a history might emerge for clarifying the question of Eurocentrism so by saying that uh, maybe the, this history can change the question of euros and clarify the question of eurocentrism so he also believes that an analysis of this of uh, mayer carter's atlas is a preparatory task for this so uh, by anal- analyzing the uh, map of mayer carter's atlas um, maybe this could change the history and he tells that he considers and he considers uh, eurocentrism as an ideological contract um and there's a, a manuscript or uh, yeah there's a manuscript called as palimpsest palimpsest i think this transposition of the image of palimpsest uh, a manuscript or record which later supermised uh, superimposed on basic principles a first earlier principle so palimpsest is a manuscript and uh, let's just take a look at what is a mercator's atlas i mean mercator's map so a quick analysis of a mercator's map reveals that the semantic levels and the semiotic level uh, Uh, i mean semiotic system interacts with each other then rabassa says that map functions as a mirror of the world 
not because it presents world as a status of a natural sign but to give a representation of the arrangement of symbols and also by defining uh, the different sections of atlas mercator in preface upon atlas mercator uh, uh, wrote a wrote an, a book or a book i think uh, no not a book i think an essay also yeah preface upon atlas was the name of his uh, writing states that his map would set before the people that enables them to get a clear understanding of the world's geography so his writing could change the human uh, thinking of what the world is or what the geographical or what the world's geography is um, Thus, Mercator's map leads people to formulate certain notions about the creation of the world. Um, so, uh, preface upon Atlas, Mercator is basically talking about his fresh and unique world map where the reader or the onlooker gets to attain a deeper knowledge of the world's geography and hence the Mercator's map would ultimately conduct the readers to engage in the act of pondering and theorizing the creation of the world now as earlier mentioned the world in its totality cannot be discerned by relaying or this cartographical objectification maps are significant only in the framework of subjective reconstitution of fragments. It is said that Atlas conveys the irony of a bricolage. I hope you remember what bricolage is about, which we learned in Levi Strauss's essay. So, bricolage in simple terms means that uh, a creating, uh, or mean a creation of something from varied available things. Here, uh, bricolage is uh, is a uh, is an is to analyze an atlas the interpreter is caught in the web of innumerable significance and a fragmented or limited source of knowledge gained from the palimpsest allow for a plurality of combinations hence atlas can be interpreted as varied levels now, um, the inside and outside of a map constitutes content and expression for reading or deciphering uh, a map. If I am right, by inside-outside, Rabassa is pointing to the surface level and deeper level analysis of the map, which will ultimately result in the repeater binary opposition listed towards the end of page 360 so yeah surface level analysis gives only a framework of the portrayal of earth which will be an allegorical uh, decoration the following registers which gives an apparently homogeneous and flat representation of globe is derived like uh, the the uh, hard and the soft uh, I mean 
the difference between the hard and the soft is described in the essay so just read that uh, what that uh, that box okay these register pinpoints the decoration or content that is to be read in the essay um, so I think uh, I think far from far uh, I mean far from this I think you all understood I just read some main points or what I got from the essay so uh, I'm not sure whether this is right or wrong uh, just uh, go through the first two pages uh, easy I think I don't know um, so that's all about my portion I mean that's all about our essay uh, the first two pages of our essay so thank you